Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack of beer and talk about three different topics, one sports, one entertainment, and one politics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigella, and I'm here with Brian Nyson. Brian, how's it going? It's going. How are you? Good. I uh, had a long weekend full of Catan, full of, uh, <laughs> yeah, Catan and Amanda Walker's birthday. Happy huh? birthday, Amanda. Happy birthday, Amanda. Um, what about you? Uh, Twin Peaks came back on, so that was my highlight. Yeah, we will save that for the entertainment yeah. discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, what are we drinking? Uh, got some Clipper City Brewing Company out of Baltimore, Maryland. Loose Cannon. Yes. Uh, an IPA. I, uh, I found this uh, beer at a liquor store recommended to me by Michael <laughs> Carls, and uh, it turns out, this. What, what, read this uh, Best Buy date. February 7th, 2017. It is May 22nd. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, for recommending me to go to a, a place that sells expired beer. Um, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Mike Carls is my co-host of my other podcast, Review a Full Anonymous. Be sure to check that out. But let's crack this open. Let's. Boop. The drop. <laughs> I love it. Even though it's expired, it tastes pretty good. Oh, thank Christ. <laughs> Tastes a lot like a two-hearted. Um, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Got a cool logo on it. Um, we got a pirate, cartoon pirate with a parrot that says the parrot saying "Bird overboard." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the pirate's doing. He looks like he's looking out into the distance with his one eye, and it's purple. I don't know. Looks looks pretty cool. Beer number one. Sport. Okay, on to our first topic of the day, sports. Um, Yay! As the days of sports are starting to wind down, the topics are becoming harder and harder to talk about, but fortunately today we have some good ones. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to start with the NHL and the playoffs that are ensuing right now because we got a game on in the background, Nashville against Anaheim, and Nashville's up 2-0, to zero. I don't know, They're, they could take it tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I I'd be shocked if they blow this. I mean, it's only the first period, a lot of game left, but yeah, Gibson being out look looking like that might be hurting them. Yeah, I was I was kind of nervous when Ryan Johansson went out for Nashville. Like he had to have emergency surgery on his thigh, and I was like, "Fuck that! That'll yeah. do him in." But no, nah, man, they're they're just a good ass team, I guess. <laughs> oh. I don't know, man. I'm afraid the Penguins are just going to win this again. Yeah, dude. The Penguins just tore apart Ottawa on, what's his name, the goalie's 36th birthday. How? Craig Anderson or whatever his fucking name. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And dude letting three goals, got pulled, came back in a minute later, let in another. All right, so why did you get pulled and then come back in? Did the backup goalie get hurt? No, it was just they were like, all right, settle down, because... Ottawa just couldn't get it out of their zone the entire game. So they were just like, okay, take a breather and get back in there. And he just let in a bunk goal. Like, Wasn't, like, the other previous game to that game, like, a blow-up by Ottawa? Yeah. It's weird. It's a very weird series. But, um... Yeah, well, this series, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm the only one in the world rooting for Anaheim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah... I don't know. I don't think they can do it. Not without their goalie. It doesn't look like it, at least. Yeah, and I think... I and think Nashville's that, home, and they'd like to throw dead ducks onto the ice. That's true. I saw that. They're kind of like Jack and the, the Detroit Red Wings throwing the octopus on the 
on the ice. Yeah, yeah but I think this is more team specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if every every team just threw a dead animal of the opposing team onto the ice. They, <laughs> the coyotes, they threw a throw a fucking coyote on the ice. <laughs> oh, how do you sneak that in there? <laughs> yeah. The uh the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, the, the predators, you throw a predator, like, from the movie, onto the <laughs> Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger just stucks one over. I did it. <laughs> Get to the chopper! <laughs> what the fuck is going on here, man? Uh, uh, trying to think of, like, what other teams in other, like, any sport that would happen into, like... I don't know. Baltimore Orioles just throw a bunch of dead birds onto the, onto the diamond. <laughs> or people don't really know what the logo is and they yeah. chuck some Oreo cookies up there. <laughs> the uh, You're playing against the Dallas Stars and you cause a giant nuclear <laughs> yeah. s- a sun to be crashed into the world. Fuck you guys! <laughs> just Thanos is doing it. <laughs> Alright, yeah. Well, that's a fun hypothetical situation. Yeah, uh, let us know what you want to throw onto the ice at your next hockey game. Yeah, if you work for PETA, tell us. Do you love it? Do you hate it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're my girlfriend, uh, she already has told me that she really hates the fact that the dead duck was thrown onto the ice. Oh, man. Okay, um, so... Moving on. <laughs> well, let's, let's go over the Ottawa and P- Pittsburgh series a little yeah. bit more in depth. Um... So, we think in Pittsburgh's going to win? Yeah, and I think that's what... I think, like, a lot of people probably want that, especially, like, NBC, because I don't think people were going to want to watch a Canadian team. Well, I don't know. And Ottawa's a really boring team, too. I guess it would make me care about the finals more because I hate Pittsburgh. Yeah. I want Nashville to win. Yeah, I used to hate Pittsburgh. I mean, I don't really like them, but I like Malkin and I like Phil Kessel, but Sid, I don't know. Sid I is just... the best player in the league, but he is kind of just like a little bitch boy. So I guess I'd hate them for not that good of a reason other than they beat the Red Wings <laughs> in the finals. <laughs> yeah, it's like almost 10 years ago, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I don't know. I and I didn't even really like hockey then. So right. Um, <laughs> I want I want Anaheim to win. I, I, I'm hoping they're coming back. Yeah, Anaheim versus Ottawa would be amazing. The worst, the worst oh. series. <laughs> it would be so boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah that but that series I haven't really been watching it. It's been there's been two good games. Not even good games, just two blowouts. These but, games for oh my god this like, series has been amazing. Yeah, Na- Nashville Anaheim is really good. I wish it was Nashville Edmonton. Because I think yeah. that would even be better, but this has been a good series. Yeah. No doubt. A um, lot of hitting, a lot of scrappiness. This is the first time I've watched the playoffs without the Red Wings in it ever. It's been a pretty yeah. decent playoffs. So. Yeah, it's been all right. Okay, so um, we probably are going to have to go with, as of right now, Pittsburgh is going to win the Stanley Cup. Or you think Nashville could be Pittsburgh? I think Nashville has a... You went out their star center? I think... Um, I don't know. I, I want to give Nashville a shot just because I like them. And, but uh, Pittsburgh put Matt Murray back in that, and I think that's going to be the difference maker. Like, he won, oh. them the, he won them the cup last year when he was, you know, not yeah, even, yeah. when he was a rookie pretty much. He's technically a rookie this year because he didn't play a full season last year. But, okay. like, that guy, he's a difference maker, I think. All right. Well, that's our take on hockey. Uh, yeah. Moving on to the other playoffs that are much less exciting. <laughs> The NBA, the National Basketball Association, the playoffs are also in the conference finals. 
Uh, Golden State is up on the Warriors, 3-0 to zero right now. And uh, the Cavaliers just fell to the Celtics. Um, so now the series, they're up 2-1. to one. What That is a crazy thing that happened with that game. Um, yeah, they were up, what, like 21 points or something? I, I'm, yeah, I'm already past the point of watching these games. Since yeah. the last, the, the previous game against the uh, Cavaliers and the Celtics, I think they won by like 45 points or something. Yep. So yeah, you know we know who the finals are going to be. Let's get to it. But <laughs> somehow Boston's best player gets injured for the season, and they come and beat the Cavaliers at Cleveland. Yeah, Boston's just fucking ruining this for everybody. Like we just want to get to the finals, and you guys gotta just fucking yeah, just muddle muddy the water a bit, eh? Right. Yeah, we wanted uh, we wanted both teams to be the sixth, uh, tied with the second team to ever sweep the playoffs to the finals. Yeah. I think only the Lakers did it before. Yeah, and they did it back when the series were shorter too, so they mm. went eleven and zero. Okay, so Golden State's one away from making another historic record. Yep. And then maybe losing in the finals and not having any of it matter again. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think Golden State would beat Cleveland, but I'm not gonna be one that's gonna say I guarantee it or anything. I don't know, like and especially now that Cleveland lost to Boston without it for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like that was just a, a fluke. You know, I don't. They were at home. I don't see it happening, again. Like, there's no way Boston's winning another game. What if Boston comes back and wins? I'll throw up. That would be so dumb because Boston would get smoked <laughs> by Golden <laughs> <Yeah>. State. <laughs> what if they just fucking win it all though? <laughs> Without now, Isaiah Thomas, I they, don't know. I and they be... trade Isaiah Thomas in the offseason like you couldn't get us a championship, bro. Yeah, I would. We did it without you. It... Trade Isaiah Thomas and draft one of those point guards. Then if you're, if that's what you're gonna get the first pick. Fultz. That's a that's a serious question though. If let's say they win another game against Cleveland, maybe maybe they take it to seven. So they that clearly shows that they're better without Isaiah Thomas. What do you do then? You have number one pick in the draft. That's, like, it's weird because they needed Isaiah Thomas to beat Washington. Yeah. Mm. But, and this is just hypothetical if they go to a game seven. So yeah, yeah. But it, if, they, if they do, that is, yeah, that's kind of interesting, you know? You know what I would do in that situation? What would you do in that situation? I would draft a point guard anyway and not trade the pick and just uh, have the two of them. And use one for Cleveland and one for anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and Cleveland's not going away, so you know yeah. you got like another another three or four years till LeBron retires, or how many? I don't know, I don't know how many years he played forever. That dude's like only thirty two, thirty three, maybe thirty four. I don't know. Yeah, he's like let's look it up. He's like uh, he could be like Tom Brady though, you know, who might yeah. play forever. Speaking of retiring, is Manu playing his last game tonight? If if San Antonio gets swept. Golden State, San Antonio play tonight. Manu Ginobili is uh, pretty Prob- old. Probably going to retire. I'd be shocked if he comes back. How old did you, did you say you thought he was? He's like 36, 37. 37 years old, still playing basketball. Is he still playing good? Yeah. He had that ga- that series-winning block against James Harden. Oh, my God. LeBron James is only 32, but the best thing about Googling it is it's a picture of LeBron playing the violin. <laughs> <laughs> the man's an artist. Oh, did you see LeBron's, like, post-game comments? Uh, no. Yeah, I guess a reporter asked them, like, um, what was the reason your guys' defense or your offense struggled or something in the second half or something? 
And he's like, oh, we just played crappy. You know, it's kind of funny how every time we do bad, you're the one here asking the questions. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, shut the fuck up, Ron. You're just doing his goddamn job like you weren't the other day and ruining the playoffs for everybody. Yeah, that's probably his first bad game in, like, fucking ten years. <laughs> yeah, um, I, wasn't he, like, trying to get Michael Jordan's record of most consecutive playoff games with 30-plus points? Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember what it was. It was something, but, like, mm. like, they pulled up a stat on SportsCenter where it was, like, you know, LeBron only had 11 points or something, but then they pulled up, like, some of MJ's worst games, and it, he was, like, 9 for 36, like, it's like, oh, M- some guy was like, MJ never had 11 points in a playoff game. They're like, look at the stats. Dude, dude was 9 for 36, and he went to the foul line like 10 times. <laughs> he shot like shit sometimes. Le- MJ has bad games. LeBron has bad games. Yeah. But it, but it's like, that was like the first time since 08 that LeBron didn't score in the fourth quarter. So that's why it's kind of crazy. Man. So who do you think's better? Uh, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? The question that's going to be asked for the rest of time. Um, to Alonzo Ball gets in that category. True. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I never really got to watch Michael play, but like, you know, I can always Me watch either, highlights. Me either, man. That's what I always say. Like, I don't fucking know. I didn't watch Michael Jordan. Um, I, I was like got, nine. Yeah. At most, I was nine. I gotta go with, uh, with LeBron. The dude's a fucking tight end. Playing basketball. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is a better tight end? LeBron James or Eric Ebron? Uh, LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to go with... I don't know. I'm not going to even say. I think Michael Jordan's... One of his greatest things is he has the greatest story ever. LeBron's pushing that with him coming back home, but he also played this big villain role for a while. Yeah. But Michael Jordan just winning three, retiring, coming back, winning the next three. That's just, like, incredible. Yeah. And his team didn't even go to the the finals those two years he was gone. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. So you can't say it's about the team then. It was about... Yeah. I wish I, I, wish I would have watched him, but... Yeah, same here. Uh, my dad hated him, and I think a lot of people from around here hated Michael Jordan. I mean, yeah. But we after, should... after he got past the bad boys, it's like, fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it you know people talk about you know LeBron complaining like obviously it was different back then because they were actually like beating the shit out of him but like Michael Jordan would complain all the time about it yeah but well one the, the the criticisms of LeBron which makes him unlikable like I mean I don't like him I uh I think I respect his greatness yeah but he is kind of annoying um he complains a lot um, I've seen some videos of him faking stupid fouls, but I mean, I guess everyone does that. But yeah, he's he left his fucking hometown on TV. Um, yeah, kind of screw them over, and it's fucking Cleveland. It's like not like some place is just gonna get players. Well, somehow they they got all these lottery picks, but you know, it's like if someone did that to Detroit, I would fucking never forgive them <laughs> unless they came back and won me a championship yeah. like LeBron did. Yeah. Which is why it's forgivable. I'm glad he did that. But the craziest thing about LeBron is like the dude's been going to the finals for the past like what is oh, it, eight years or something. The dude uh, hasn't missed a since, final. Since he went to Miami, right? No, I think it was before what wasn't he went to the finals with that Cleveland team one time. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't I'm pretty sure they got yeah. they, they they lost like a 
a series to yeah. might have been even to the, to the Pistons. Nah. Or it was to the Celtics maybe. Yeah, but, but like he did go to the finals one time in like oh yeah he went once yeah. and, and got, I think he got, he got swept, by, got swept by, by the Spurs or something. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and, and then the Spurs. Yeah, and then he like lost conference finals or something to uh, to somebody and then left Cleveland. And then took I remember he took off his jersey. Yeah, took my channel to South Beach. And then when he went to Miami, he never left the finals. Yeah, so when he <laughs> went to Miami, I believe it was in 2012. 11 or 12, yeah. Let's look it up, because we have a computer right in front of us. Oh, split six news, guys. Um, well, this is more of a thing for me to tell Brian, so don't listen, close your ears. Um, I found a cord, or I have, I have an extra monitor, and soon I'm going to get you a monitor set up, and I'm going to try to split this around so we can just be right across from each other. Oh, that'd be cool. And But you won't be able to look up anything, but you'll be able to look at what I'm looking up. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so what am I looking up? Um, when did LeBron? How long has LBJ? <laughs> no, I'll just put in LeBron. Uh, been in the finals since birth. Um, All right, so since two thousand eleven. Okay, yeah. that's one, two. Three, four, five, six. It, this will be his seventh year. That's crazy. And well, seventh year in a row, but he's he's already been there seven times, seven times. So yeah, I once <laughs> I had sent out this uh tweet when LeBron James joined the Heat. Um, I just said, well, it looks like we're never not gonna see LeBron in the finals ever again. So far, it's going true. <laughs> you know, he's not on the Heat, but <laughs> I mean, I can't. Honestly, pick a team in the East that can compete with him, like, unless something crazy happens with free agency. Yeah, Boston like, um, needs to needs to get somebody like Gordon Hayward or, you know, Blake Griffin or somebody, somebody big in free agency to make it like a, a big three, quote unquote. But who are, who are, I don't even know who is like amazing on the Celtics. I mean, it's just Isaiah Thomas and Al Horford. Uh, no, Orford's Avery, not Avery Bradley. a superstar, in my opinion. Um, yeah, they're there's the they're like that Hawks team from a couple years ago. Yeah, with Jeff Jeff Teague and Horford and stuff. And Paul Millsap and Kyle Korver and Kent Bazemore. That team was so sick. I don't know how they were that good though. I want <laughs> I want Washington to get some people. Yeah, I, I wish Washington was actually like playing Cleveland because that series actually would have been exciting. Yeah, John Wall. I really like John Wall. Um, so it'd be really cool if they got like, I don't know, Kyle Lowry and someone else. <laughs> Wait, what does what does John Wall play? Point guard. That's oh, so what Kyle Lowry wouldn't fit there, would he? Nah, and you know Bradley Beal is there at shooting guard, so get like a. So what do they need? Like some kind of a center. Oh, uh, they got Gortat. They want Drummond. Center. We'll give him Drummond. Fuck that. Watch, we trade him Drummond, and then the free throw rules get changed, and Drummond's just like. <laughs> Above average center. Yeah. Probably happen. Or maybe, you know what they'll do? What's that? Someone will draft somebody. Transitioning yeah, to the NBA draft <laughs> results. Look at that. We're getting better at this. Woo! All right, so the draft lottery results came in. Um, and guess who's got the first pick, everyone? 
the Brooklyn Nets. Just kidding. Well, not really. It's the Celtics because they traded that pick a couple years ago. Yep, they traded for, <laughs> they traded Paul Pierce for that pick. So Paul Pierce helps out Boston again. Yep. So <laughs> the, the number one team in the Eastern Conference of the NBA has the first pick of the NBA uh, lottery or draft uh, this year, which is uh, really fucking awesome for them. Um the number one projected player is this guy, Markel Fultz. He's a guard from Washington. I don't know shit about him. Uh, all I know is he's good as fuck. Isaiah Thomas went to Washington. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas or Isaiah... It 4. It 4? Yeah. I can't wait till It 4 comes out in theaters. <laughs> Just starring Isaiah Thomas. We gotta get through the shitty... The, the trilogy first. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, we'll just go straight to it. Be like Star Wars. We'll go yeah. straight to it for it. <laughs> they, start at, they start at the end and then work their way Imagine back. Imagine a movie, like a like a horror movie genre like that's not anything cool doing started with the fourth. <laughs> like if Saw just started at Saw 4. <laughs> what do you mean you don't understand what's going on? Just wait 20 years. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Saw Wars. <laughs> <laughs> they're just fucking hacking each other with saws god damn it <laughs> anyways okay <laughs> so uh, Markel Fultz uh, I'm assuming he's supposed to be pretty good you know anything yeah. about him I never watched him because Washington's team was trash so uh -huh. yeah um, he's he's nice though <laughs> yeah uh, whatever. I think they should trade that pick if they plan on keeping Isaiah Thomas. Try to get Jimmy Butler over there. Is that, was that Horford guy? Not Horford, uh, Hayward, Hayward. That's Gordon you, Hayward? That's you, that's from the Jazz, right? Yeah, the Brad Jazz. Stevens, this boy. So the, the, he's a freak, gonna be a free, he's a restricted free agent or something? So or no, they, that's the, they have that new rule. Brian's gonna explain it to you. So here's the thing. He and Paul George were actually, they had a, um, an opportunity to get a super max deal if they made any of the three all NBA teams. Like they could have signed contracts for a max of two hundred million dollars mm -hmm. this year, but since they missed out, they can only sign a five year, hundred and seventy million dollar contract, uh -huh. or they can stay on the team because they can opt out this year and become free agents. But, right. Uh, Gordon Hayward can stay on the team, and wait till next year to get a super max. He can opt out, sign a minimum four-year, 130 mil anywhere else, or he can sign a five-year, 170 mil right now. With the Jazz. Yeah. So, like, the, that's something the NBA did to keep superstars in their own yeah. places, which is a great thing. Yeah. Um, that's why that's why they, they had to trade Boogie Cousins from Sacramento. They didn't have to, but, like, they weren't at risk of losing him. Yeah. You know? That's why there was a sign-in trade. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. It was a sign-in trade? Um, pretty sure. Like, whatever. Whatever. Um, but yeah, Gordon Hayward, probably gonna go to Boston, I think, because Brad Stevens is the coach, and he coached him when Gordon was at Butler. Oh, so you think that's, you think they'll trade the pick? Uh, no, I think Gordon's just gonna opt out. But you don't think Utah, over, oh, you think he'll take less money to go to Boston? Yeah. Really? I don't... Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, I think he... I kind of hope he does, but I also kind of hope he stays in Utah because that Utah team is just a few pieces Dude, away from yeah, being, like, Center really court for the Utah Jazz. Rudy really, Gobert? Really dig... No, 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 just the how the, how the court looks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really like how it looks, so oh. I want that team to be good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Rudy Gobert, nominated for Most Improved Player and Defensive Player of the Year. He's fucking sick. You see, so you know a lot more about basketball than I do because yeah. you play fantasy basketball. Yes, 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. How about getting that league? Uh, Kick somebody out, kill one of them? Yeah. <laughs> if you want in, we might have a spot for you. I don't know. Well, I might want in. I, what, oh, we'll discuss that on the side. Yeah. On to pick number two, the Los Angeles Lakers. Everyone already knows who they're taking. The most controversial player ever just because of his father, yep. Lonzo Ball. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think they'll take him, but there's, you know, people are talking about them trading the pick for Paul George, because Paul George def- desperately wants to go to Lakerland. No, I don't. Or, or, I, I think that would be so dumb for Los Angeles to do. Yeah. But, I mean, they have D'Angelo Russell, who's really good, but I don't think they're going to trade. Um, and if they do... I heard they were looking for trades for D'Angelo Russell, like to yeah. trade away him. Yeah, but I don't think they should. I think they should have Lonzo Ball at point guard, then move D'Angelo off the ball as shooting guard. And then, hopefully, Paul George, like, just... Ops out, becomes a free agent, they sign him, then just have Lonzo, fucking D'Angelo and Paul George at the 1, 2, and 3. That would be so sick. Yeah, well, I I don't really want the Lakers to ever be good again. Yeah. <laughs> Out of our bets over, I can start rooting for the Clippers again. Yeah. I, I, I thought of some ideas for what I'm going to make you do, by the way. Oh, shit. Well, there's an easy one that I'm probably not going to make you do. I need you to call my cable company and negotiate me down to a lower bill. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm nervous about it. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we'll think about that. Um, uh, so you wouldn't have any like uh, res- reservations in drafting ball because of his stupid ass father. No. No, the guys, the kid's nice. Yeah. I would just tell his dad to shut the fuck up. He wouldn't listen, dude. I would There's, just. He wouldn't. I would just do to. some funny shit and like ban him from the arena. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry, bro. <laughs> it's my team. Just try to adopt Lonzo. Yeah. <laughs> How do you do, son? <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, um, anything else notable in this draft? The Seventy Sixers should have a good team soon. Yeah. Because um, um, they, they got Embiid and. What's that? Ben Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're, they're, that Bob Alcofer. Uh, Josh Jackson on this is who they're saying they're going to draft, but... He's a forward from Kansas. Yeah, he's, like, insanely good, too. Um, Let's go down to uh, our Pistons. Yes, this, the Detroit Pistons. This is crazy that it's saying Larry Markkinen, who's, like, my favorite guy in the draft. He's a seven-foot f- man from Finland by way of Arizona University. Power forward hits the three ball like nobody's business. He's sick. So you're saying he's a, he's probably not gonna be here. Uh, just no. a stupid draft. <laughs> I I would like to see him go to the Minnesota Timberwolves at seven because if he could play uh, a lot. I heard this guy was good. Oh yeah, the Frank Frank Natilakina. Yeah, from France. He's he's pretty sick right here. But um. Oh, about this Fox guy. I heard he, he was like very passionate and crying at one point, right? Yeah. I heard you go to the Magic at 6. Oh, by the way, this mock draft is based on... Um, Bleacher Report? Yeah, Bleacher Report. Yeah. But I would like to see marketing go to Timberwolves just because I think him playing alongside Carl Anthony Towns would be insanely awesome because I want that Timberwolves team to be good. All right. Well, um... But Pistons, what, like, do we just trade the pick? Like, trade down? I say trade down. Try to get somebody, you know? Try to get some value from that. Wow. Whoa, whoa. What would we get? I don't know. Like, if somebody, like, 
who go scroll down see who's see what some picks like say like uh like me the Nets might want to move up yeah like what if they fucking throw us oh <laughs> what, what are we gonna get <laughs> I don't know I was I don't I don't know man like I don't know how valuable a pick that is you know well, like, I would trade the Nets our first and second round pick this year for their first round pick next year. Or, or, like, if they're just, for some reason, wanting to get up, like, Jeremy Lin or Brooke Lopez for some fucked Dude, up reason. no. <laughs> Pistons got a tank. They got a tank while LeBron's still in the league. Dude, no I, one's really, gonna win. I really just... I kind of actually... I wouldn't mind them taking somebody in the first round because every team who's in that top, like, 10 or 15 besides the Celtics because they don't really need that pick. Like, every team needs that that top 10 pick or whatever because this draft is insanely stacked. Mm. Like, Pistons right now need a young guy to build around. Right. It basically, so, doesn't the talent basically fall off after, like, 10? Um, I don't know. That's bad. Uh, look, scroll down a little There's bit. There's got to be someone on this list that is not supposed to be up here. And, and think about it, like... Nikola Jokic on on Denver last year, he was drafted. Wait, he was drafted twenty fifteen. Yeah, he was drafted in like the second round. So it's like you know, and he's. Yeah, we got pick. Good. We just got. I mean, there's gonna be a players that oh, are yeah. gonna be drafted after number I twelve. I mean, that even are gonna like be better than what we take. Malik Monk up there is good. Zach Collins, who is projected to go eleven to the Hornets, is really good. But I don't even like that. Does that pick doesn't make sense? Like Hornets have so many big men. I feel do they? Well, I know they just drafted Frank Kaminsky a couple years ago. I don't, so. I don't even know. The only, the only person I think I know that's on the Hornets is a guy named, I think, is named Michael Kid Gilchrist. Yeah, and Kemba Walker. So, I don't know. Maybe they need a pet man. I don't know, dude. I just want, like, like Harry Guys, why is he up so high? That dude has knee problems. I don't know, but we got to move on to our final topic of today. and uh, You mean our second topic of today? Oh, final topic of the oh. of, of of the sports oh my, category. Oh my Jesus Christ, where'd the where the time go? <laughs> no, no, we are, we are on a new schedule for these podcasts. We got a pre-laid template down while we're recording these, so we gotta talk about Calvin Johnson before we move on to the next category, which is entertainment. Calvin Johnson. He's coming back. Oh, we wish. But now I think it's pretty much trust adorn him ever coming back. Not that there was a chance. Yeah. But he's he mad. He's mad because the Lions tried to go after 300 or did go after $320,000 of a signing bonus he signed when he got his big contract but then retired early. And he's mad because other teams didn't do that like they didn't do that for Tony Romo, the Cowboys, they didn't do it for Marshawn Lynch with the Seahawks. Yeah, that's some fucked up shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who cares? This is I feel like this is just a fake story that's out there that it's it's a real story, but it's just not something that needs to be fucking talked about, and I don't give a shit about it. Yeah. Um, but everyone's talking about it. It's on this scrolling thing from ESPN. They talk about it on the radio today. Like, all fucking day, I'm like, I don't care. The Lions got more cap space because they went after that. They didn't go after... They after one-tenth of what they could have went after. Calvin's pissed because he's a great player, and um, he shouldn't have been treated like that. He... Both sides are right. Um, it's not. It's not something we need to elaborate on. I. I don't think. Do you think so? No, it is what it is. You know, we. I miss you, Calvin. You're my favorite player of all time. But I fucking love the Lions, and I will never stop. So this is not changing my mind at all. <laughs> and there you have it. 
All right. Uh, now we have to move on. Beer number two, entertainment. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, Chris Cornell. Oh, man. R.I.P. In the D. Chris Cornell was playing a show in Detroit uh, with his band Soundgarden. And less than an hour after, uh, apparently he killed himself. Um, very terrible news. Very tragic news. I was... Chris Cornell is like one of my favorite musicians. Um, I think top five singer of all time, probably. Yeah, I wasn't really that familiar with him, but like I was listening to some Soundgarden and Audio Slave, like obviously the day of, and I was like, damn, I know a lot of these songs, but I just didn't realize yeah. I knew them. You know, it was kind of like that. Right. I didn't know he was still touring and doing all that and didn't even know he was in Detroit. Yeah, well, until... Soundgarden broke up uh, a long time ago and then he joined the band Audio Slave, which is what I uh, became obsessed with and when I was young and shaped my music tastes. Then Audio Slave broke up. Oh, Audio Slave, by the way. You know this about Audio Slave? That it's Chris Cornell and the band from Rage Against the Machine. No, I didn't know that. No. Yeah, yeah, it's just a different singer from Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Tom Morello, same guitar player, my one of my favorite guitar players. Um, he's he's uh so he's so good. Um, he's just uses all these crazy pedals and stuff. But that's besides the point. But if you add Chris Cornell's like soul and grunge to Rage Against the Machines, like wacky guitars and like just rock and roll sense, it make so it makes Audio Slave and it's so fucking cool. But so the story goes is um so according to an article I found online and multiple other sources, Chris Cornell was um playing in Detroit. Um at the Fox, right? Or Fillmore? Yeah, at the Fox. Okay. Um just weird things that happened during that show. But we'll get into that. Yeah, I was I heard some things about it. So I'm going to try to read some of this article that I found from uh, Billboard.com. Okay. Let's see. While we may never know what was going through the mind of the late Soundgarden singer Chris Cornell before he took his life in a Detroit hotel room last week, Detroit police have revealed some of the details of Rock Icon's final moments. A police report obtained by the Detroit News reveals that Chris Cornell went into his hotel room shortly after the group concluded a concert at the Fox Theater on Wednesday night, May 17th, when his wife, Vicky, called to check up on him. The conversation reportedly alarmed her, as Cornell, 52, was slurring his words and sounded groggy, repeatedly telling her, I'm just tired. The latter description also appeared in a statement from the family released on Friday, May 19th in which Vicki Cornell and the family's attorney took issue with Wayne County Medical Examiner's conclusion that Cornell died after committing suicide by hanging. Oh, uh, something I should mention to people, because I kind of just learned this. You know what past tense... A lot of people say past tense of uh, hang is hung, as in a suicide? Yeah. Like you hung it yourself? It's hanged. It's Yeah, you hanged yourself. Yeah. Sounds a little stupid. Yeah, but it sounds like it should not... <laughs> if I end up saying that while reading this article, I am pronouncing it right and you are fucking wrong. Ooh! Alright. 
Concerned about what she heard on the phone, Vicki Cornell reportedly asked the, the band's bodyguard to go check on her husband, who had gone back to his room at the MGM Grand Hotel 15 minutes after the reunited grunge band finished a show in front of 5,000 adoring fans at 11.15 p.m. Bodyguard Martin Kristen, Martin Kirsten worked on Cornell's computer for a bit and gave him two doses of the prescription anti-anxiety medicine Antivan. Antivan? Antivan? That's a van, according to a police report. Hmm. If you're hearing how I pronounced at Antivan, 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 that's how it's actually pronounced. You say it three times? Yes. Oh, shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, I gotta look at this article real quick. What kind of drug is that? No, that's just me misspeaking. That's 7.2%, you know? We gotta, we gotta keep it a little light somehow. <laughs> <laughs> After the 11.35 p.m. call between Chris and Vicky Cornell, she called Kirsten around 12.15 a.m. expressing concern about her husband's well-being. Kirsten walked two doors down to room 11.36. Imagine staying in that room at the MGM now. Dude. The Cornell room. Yeah. And found the door <laughs> locked and kicked it open. According to She kicked it open? No, no. This Kirsten, the Chris Cornell's bodyguard. Oh. <laughs> According to the police report, nothing that he noting that he called the hotel security from a phone in the hallway asking for help checking in on the singer. I, I heard that they yeah, this is says they wouldn't let him in because he wasn't registered to the room, so he just fucking kicked the door down. Like a bodyguard. Like a good bodyguard. So wait, the bodyguard was trying to get into the hotel room. Yeah. The hotel was like, nah, you, you can't get in because the, he had a key, but uh, Cornell had latched the door. Chris. So mm. like you know he Hotel wouldn't let him yeah. in, but he just fucking kicked it down. That's awesome. So, um, then he had the second, then he reached a second lock door and he wouldn't let him get it, get in either. So he kicked that one down and he found Cornell on the bathroom floor with blood running from his mouth and a red exercise band around his neck. The MGM medic, Don Jones, who was on the scene by 12.56 a.m., united the band from Untied the band from around Cornell's neck and began CPR on the singer, who was not breathing, according to the report. A short time later, EMS Unit 42 arrived in the scene, and an emergency medical technician also tried to perform CPR unsuccessfully by 1.30 a.m. Cornell was pronounced dead by a doctor on the scene. Homicide detectives also arrived to investigate while an officer called Vicki Cornell to report on her husband's death. <sighs> Uh, I guess the vic. I guess he's a recovering drug addict. Um, I know he's. I know it's oh, yeah, claimed he's... that he has suffered from depression and whatnot. I mean, drug addict. He was in a grunge band from Seattle in the '90s, bro. Like, yeah, he was, he was... definitely on drugs. But it's uh, you said earlier that he took two, at least two doses of anxiety yeah. medicine, and he There's... was probably drinking too. Antivan, antivan, antivan. Yeah. <laughs> and he was drinking. Yeah, he was definitely. He definitely was probably suffering from like anxiety and depression. Right. So I was listening um, to, I was listening to, uh, the radio and they were talking about it the other day, and uh, some guy called in and said that he used to be prescribed Ativan, and um, he accidentally took an extra pill once, and then he doesn't remember what happened. Just his wife found him in his bathtub with a twelve gauge shotgun loaded. What the fuck? Yeah. Apparently. If you're a certain kind of person, that some of the side effects can be, um, like suicidal hallucinations. Like, how is that a legal drug, dude? I mean, <laughs> drugs like those kind of drugs work great for people that need them and people that use them correctly. But the problem is, 
that they're so easy to misuse. And just like in this case where he gave him an extra one. You know, if it can cause shit like that to happen to you. Dude, imagine what the bodyguard must be feeling. Right, yeah. Like, dude. Like, I am just... There are There man. are some strange things that happen, but I still think that this was a suicide caused by the drug because... Yeah. I don't think he would have done that, but the, these are know, some man. these are some things. Uh, he told reportedly told everybody at the concert that people in I think he's supposed to play in like Boston or Cleveland next. He said yeah. people in Boston and Cleveland are gonna really wish they would have came to this show. I heard the show wasn't that good. Oh yeah. I don't know. I heard somebody was telling me that like he I heard kept it was walk- good. Well, I heard he, like, kind of was off. Like, he kept walking off stage or something, or, like, wasn't... Yeah, yeah, wasn't I heard really he walked that. off stage, and they weren't sure what he was doing, but the theory was he was yelling at one of the guitar techs because one mm. of his guitars was out of tune or something. Okay. But, who knows? His last song he played was a cover of Led Zeppelin's um, In My Time of Dying. Really? Yeah. But I... The thing with that is, I think that's a... He normally does do that. Okay. Uh, I think it's one of his famous covers, but it's really sad. Um, and I really, I, I just find it hard to believe that he just killed himself for just just because he was planning on it. Like I think this was a, if it, he, he was a spur of, spur at the moment suicide. I don't think it was autoerotic asphyxiation like some people are saying. I think that's bullshit. Because um, if that's the case, people kind of probably would know you're into that, and I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. He wouldn't be, his wife wouldn't have called because he was sounding fucked up if it was a, a planned thing, I don't think. And there'd be a note. You never know, man. Not everybody leaves a note. Yeah, I, I guess. But, so the, this big grunge scene, like, uh, Kurt Cobain's gone. He was part of it. He gone. Um... I know there's someone else that is from the scene, but I think Eddie Vedder is the only singer left. It sucks. Because uh, I really like that kind of music. Um, I really love Nirvana. I have not gotten into Soundgarden as much as I should, but of course I know they're popular songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, res- I regret never seeing Audio Slave in concert because they were one of my favorite bands and I always was waiting for them to play a show again together because I'm sure they would have eventually and I was would have been the first one there but that's off the table and there's not like anyone that can just jump in for Chris Cornell and sing like he right. did he has unique voice and yeah it's really sad um, it's yeah uh, you got a favorite Audio Slave song or Soundgarden song? Or uh, not off the top of my head, no. I really like their most famous one. Just I Like a Stone. It's an amazing song. For Soundgarden, I'm, like I said, I'm not that into them. Um, I don't know, maybe I like Outshine the most? I don't know. Well, I'll check. I'm going to probably buy a vinyl soon. But, alright, well, that's terribly sad. Um, well, let's move on to something a little bit more uplifting for this entertainment section. Um, Brian, one of your favorite shows came back. Yes. Twin Peaks, the greatest of all shows. A show strictly about two mountains. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mark Frost and David Lynch back at it about 25 years later, just like they said they would. That is the crazy thing. I'm, I'm, I'm making Brian not spoil anything like we normally do in this show because I am interested and I've seen the first couple episodes and I'm pretty interested. I'm trying to get over the 80s aspect of it. I know it's 90s, but feels 80s to me. Yeah, I think the show, like it, it came out in 1991, but it takes place in like 89 or 90. So, uh-huh. yeah. But I want to talk about the like how are they even able to just make a show twenty years later and use like to use the same characters? Yeah, like all the actors who are still alive are back in it. Okay, I'm gonna ask you a few things, and if you say it's too big of a spoiler, don't answer. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the the missing girl in the first two episodes is that still the big deal? Laura Palmer. Laura Palmer. Um, no, like. It's... Is it... No, well, I guess... Well, yeah, you can tell me this. Do they solve that murder? Um... Just don't tell me who did it or anything, but just tell me if they solve it. Kind of? Yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, they solve it in the original show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, there's still a lot going on with the mystery of the whole town. Okay. So, basically, this... The first two... Because it was only two seasons long and they got canceled. Yes. Like the why did they get canceled? The network wanted them to like, you know, tell everybody who the killer is like quickly. Like there's eight episodes in season one, and they're like, yeah, we were expecting you to say it by the end of season one. They're like, no, we still got a lot to do. Oh, and then they're like, okay, you gotta do it sometime in season two, and they were like, we weren't even really planning on telling the killer. Like, ever? Yeah, they were kind of, like, gonna, they were gonna allude to it, but never really confirm it. Okay. But then, like, the, the network kind of fucked them on a lot of things, so then they came back, and it picked up... So, wait, did they... So, for season two, did they do... Did they have to change the story for the network? Um... Like, so do you find... Did you find out the killer? You can tell me that. You can tell me who it is, but tell me if they found it out. Yeah, there's, like, there's, like elements and depths to who the killer is like so that you probably know who it is no you, you know confirmed. who it is but oh. it's like there's there's more like to a, it than that yeah there's a lot behind it okay so it gets you know it gets complicated but it's all about like this this mystery of this place called the black lodge and oh so that's kind of this whole thing. I won't really tell you a lot about that, but... So, so then, what, how does the story, without, if you can do this with, it's, I know this is like a challenge for you. Yeah. <laughs> without revealing anything, can you explain how this story of 25 years later ties to the first one, first two seasons? Um, yeah, the main character is told in a dream that he's gonna see him, like, he'll be seen 25 years later. In, back in the, in the, in the original show, yeah. Interesting. And twenty five, and this picks up. Who's the main character? Dale Cooper, the FBI agent. The one that's from out of town or from in town? Out of town. He's the main character. Yeah. What about the one that's from in town? Is he still the main character? Which one? I don't know. You can't test. You can't tell me. Harriet Harry Truman. I don't know. Isn't there like? I mean, everybody's pretty much a main character, but it really is about the FBI. Yeah, out of town agent. FBI agent. Yeah. Oh, I always thought of him. Well, I only seen the first two episodes, but okay. I thought he seemed like a like a side character. Uh, now nah, he becomes main guy. Seem like that guy in a bike. Oh, James Early. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I mean, but season three. I watched it with Dave, who's a big fan. Jake McTee, who's a big fan. Oh, which guys watch this at? 
uh, my house. Megan was there. She's a big fan. And then Jenna was there. She hasn't really seen anything. And she's like, I'm so confused. And we're all like, yeah. So well, are duh. we. Like, we oh. were lost. I had no clue what was going on. It was so crazy. Oh, really? It was so weird and so, like, David Lynch-like. It was so lynch Did you figure out anything? Wait, wait. <laughs> it's, not, it's not over yet, is it? No, dude. They only played the first two episodes. There's 16 well, more episodes in this I know season. you can't tell me anything, but did you, did you gain clarity? <laughs> no. So the first two <laughs> like, episodes, you just have no idea what the so, fuck's going on. So the show, the entire show ends, like season two ends on some of the biggest cliffhangers in television. Like okay. with almost every main character, like every character in that show is left on a cliffhanger. Well, okay. a lot of them are at least. And then like, so you figure out like, you see a lot of familiar faces, but then it's like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> like, they show this these new characters, like, this guy's staring at a glass box in New York, and it's like, why are you in New York right now? Then they're in Vegas, <laughs> like, then there's a murder in South Dakota, and I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like, like a little bit more than Twin Peaks, huh? Yeah, like, the New York part was so weird, like, this dude's just staring at this glass box, and... This girl's, like, begging to come up and see it because it's, like, top secret. And she, he's, she's like, what's going on? And it's like, it's just a glass box. I don't know. I'm supposed to stare at it. Then they start having sex and something appears in this glass box. It's like this white, shadowy figure. You have no clue what it is. And it gets fucking weird. Okay. Sounds and, like a sex box. Dude, no, it's fucking scary. <laughs> scary? It's, it's, it's quite freaky, but it, like... It's so cool. <laughs> the whole show was so cool, but it was so confusing and so weird and oh. very dark, very unlike the original Twin Peaks. Well, I mean, you know, everything's got to be dark these days, but... Yeah, I feel like... Like, the first two seasons were, like, David Lynch. Like, it was somebody... I read this review on it. It was like, yeah, this is David Lynch, tr like, conforming to TV, and this is... Season three's TV, like, conforming to David Lynch. Like, he's just doing whatever the fuck he wants now. Okay. It's really just, like, watching all of his movies because, like, they don't make sense. Yeah. And it's amazing. So now this is not going to make sense and be amazing? Um, I think it will Wait, actually so make sense. Does any of this shit tie into the first two seasons? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does, but it's like, you know, it's... So I was sensing some sci-fi elements. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's just very, you know, you're just trying to figure out what's going on. All right. With, like, what happened in the 25 years and what's what's going to happen with everybody, especially with Dale. Like, that's, like, the big mystery right now is what's happening with him. Who's Dale? Dale Cooper. Oh, the main character. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, that's Twin Peaks, a little bit of a... Sundays at nine on True Time. Yeah, watch, probably watch the first two seasons first. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> recommended. Even though I'm actually, I'm pretty sure that they make, they probably should make it so you could just pick it up from that. Um, yeah, but you won't really know like the old characters. Yeah. Like when you see him, it's like, oh my god, it's him. And then you'd be like, who's that? But right. you kind of, I would recommend watching it. Then there's a movie called Fire Walk with Me, which is like a prequel into, like, the last week of Laura Palmer's life. Okay, so what so, if I watched Firewalk with me first before Twin Peaks? You would figure out who the killer is. Like, 
Before um, the show, yeah. So I wouldn't do that. So it would ruin the show, kind of? Yeah. All right. Um, well, um, anything else you want to say about Twin Peaks? No, just that it's awesome. All right. <laughs> so I read online the other day that mm. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, you're familiar with that show? I haven't watched it, but yeah. Okay. Uh, well, they want to do a crossover episode with Orange is the New Black. Okay, okay. Stupid idea. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. What we really want to talk about... I heard, if we're talking about Orange is the New Black, I don't know if this is true, but Black Mirror, I saw like a thing was doing that. Is what? Is that true? With the crossover of Orange is the New Black? Black Mirror? Yeah. You know that sci-fi show we were talking about a couple weeks ago? Yeah, how are they doing a crossover? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't true. Every, episode, <laughs> every, one, every one of their episodes is different. They're different characters. That's the point. It'll what? just be one episode. <laughs> just like in... What? <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I just don't understand how that works. <laughs> how do you do a crossover from an anthology series that is just one episode each? It's like a different movie. Maybe they just take out... Maybe they choose like one girl who got out of prison. Maybe. Oh, okay. Or maybe it's just an episode of Orange is the New Black they paste in the season for filler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough with this. On to the best show on TV right now. Golden Girls. Golden Girls. <laughs> hey, let's do a podcast about Golden Girls today. Apparently it's like a really popular show in the gay community. Oh, there we go. We yeah. get a lot of listens. Probably yeah. a lot more than we have right now. Yeah, well, I think we only have two on our last episode. <laughs> We're averaging like 18. But <laughs> That's not bad. Um. Anyways, so, uh, moving on to the leftovers. Yeah! Um... Spoiler alert, we're going to ruin everything. Um, so skip ahead to like, um, it's going to have like 15 minutes and we won't be talking about it anymore. <laughs> Hopefully not. Well, we have a strict time schedule on these days. Um, so, uh, last night's episode mm. entitled, it was like, uh, certified. Yeah. Started off with an attempted suicide, ended with a probable suicide. What'd you think about it? Yeah. I thought there was some... I thought it was a re pretty, really good episode. Wait, who is the Prowl Suicide? Uh, what? Oh, the very end. They were both Lori. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. she did the scuba yeah. diving thing. Yeah, I definitely think the scuba diving thing at the end was... I thought a suicide attempt. Because of what Nora said. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't, the, guy, the guy on the boat said it's now or never. It kind of made it seem like... He knew what was going on, too. Yeah, and the storm was rolling in, so it's like, why are you scuba diving when a storm's coming? Right, and then those deep breaths you take before uh, she before she goes, I, think I feel like she turned her off. She already, like, turned off something or something. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe her oxygen check isn't filled with oxygen. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely think or, she was... Because... Why would she be so emotional on that phone call, then? Yeah, that, that was a thing, too. Like, and Nora, for... Those who want this to be spoiled, Nora was talking about. What are we, they were talking about? Like killing themselves, and she's like, "Oh, it was because Nora wants to get the radiation blasting." She's like, "Yeah, that's like a dumb way to kill yourself." She's like, "I'm not trying to kill myself. If I wanted yeah. to do that, I'd scuba dive." And right. So yeah, it was. It was that phone call was nice though to fucking not <laughs> write Jill off. I know, totally. man. I miss Jill. I liked really liked her. And character. Tom, you know, they were both cool. 
Yeah, Tommy's been in this season more than Jill has. Yeah, I like feel so. like they're. I don't. There's only two episodes left, so I don't. Really, I don't see how they're gonna be in it. Unless they just end season three exactly the same way they ended season two, with everybody back together. Yeah. <laughs> just in the hotel in the afterlife. Yep. You think there's gonna be a flood? Uh, it fucking looks that way. I don't know though. I'm just. I'm just trying to think of how this is gonna end with like. I swear to God, like it would. Are you even hoping he goes back to the hotel? Like, I'm. No, had, I already, know he's going back to. The yeah, hotel. but it's like we already had two episodes of that. I hope he goes back just so I can see Liv Tyler in the show because she's been said a main character cast in every episode. But. Yeah, yeah. If they do something like that, but it's like if he just has to do like. And we get to see that Christian guy again. <sighs> yeah, he better find like some cool ass characters that people care about. Not a fucking random ass guy in a fucking hotel telling him to sing or like telling him to push well, a little girl into it, a hotel. It's gonna be, well. he's gonna, I guarantee he's, you he finds a guy that's gonna teach him the song. The dude, Christian he's guy. easily just gonna go to the hotel and find Patty again. Like, that's all it's gonna be. No, is, no. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think so. Patty's, Patty's moved on. Hopefully. <laughs> I hope he goes and finds Lori. Assuming Lori killed herself. Evie. Lori, Evie, and Liv Tyler. And maybe someone surprising. Maybe, maybe, maybe they find Nora. Well, no, they can't because Nora doesn't die. Because the old Nora, in the first episode. Oh yeah. Unless so maybe Nora goes through the thing, and that future thing is where the leftover people went. Yeah, what was that bullshit? <laughs> I don't know. Does that mean there's no flood? That means not everyone dies. Or Nora goes through this thing and is in a different dimension of some sorts, which seems a little bit too much. <laughs> I bet, I, I what I bet happens is not shit happens. I feel well, I kind of wish like they didn't show that scene just so I could be like, yeah, hopefully she just gets blasted and <laughs> she goes to the island of Lost, and then you rewatch Lost and be like, holy shit, she was in that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd she was great. on the fucking plane. <laughs> she was one of the others. Yeah, dude, that would be great. <laughs> like the others, That's also the other, the others are the people who were on the departed. Oh my god, dude! What if the radiation from the hatch, when the hatch explodes, is the same radiation that took away all the leftover people, and it just it just sent them back in time, bro? To a different dimension where lost is real. All the possibilities. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like um, there's no point in getting your hopes up with anything that's going to be answered. This show is about not having the answers. True. I can't see them giving us any answers. Um. Yeah, there's two episodes left that that really pisses me off. Um. Because why can't you did you did you done did ten, two times. Right. Just done do. Well, Lindelof, the uh, writer and co-creator or co-writer co-creator. Um, he sent out all episodes except the last one to critics for them to rate. And everyone had glowing reviews. Except he didn't send the last one out. He didn't send the last one. So this we know we have a suck. We, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this next one's going to be amazing. So what happened in this last one? Kevin kind of went, like, went out and had to find himself. Kevin was barely in it to yeah, the end and they had that amazing scene between the yeah. both of them. That was a really cool they scene. They asked him to kill himself again. He's like, I gotta think about this. And 
All right, well, we're out of time. We have to move on. Sorry, we'll talk more next week about the leftovers. Fear number three, politics. The president grabbed me. All right, on to the final and the worst segment of our show. Our favorite topic. We saved it for last because we hate doing it. Um, It sucks. One day when we have a political podcast on our podcasting network, we will change the third topic to, like, colors. Flowers. Types of pants you would wear. Socks. No, that's <laughs> not, I was trying to... Whatever, we'll get to that. <laughs> Different types of eye colors. Brown eyes. I'm just kidding. Okay, so, something crazy happened uh, just a few hours ago, or just a few... Yeah, so, um, a couple of bombings across the world... Oh, God. Uh, Manchester, England. Uh, Ariana Grande is at Manchester Arena, and there is a bomb. Couple bomb a couple explosions went off, and uh, there are 19 dead. Uh, I guess over 50 or so injured. Police are treating it as a terrorist attack until they have some more information. Um, yeah. It's kind of kind of fucked up, kind of crazy right now. Yeah, um, a lot of people. So, are... what 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 kind of music does Ariana Grande play? Uh, I think pop. Okay. I don't know. Do you know any of her songs? I don't know no. shit about her. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know she's dating Mac Miller. Mac Miller isn't yeah. he a Detroit legend? Mac Miller, he's from Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think he was a? Who's a Who's a Detroit legend that says something Miller? Mac Miller really from Pittsburgh? Yes. Hmm. Well, there's your news for today. Now. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> what happened in, uh, you said Bangkok? Oh yeah, there was a bomb that went off in a military hospital in Bangkok. And what, uh, what happened with that? Um, so I guess it's the third anniversary of the coup that happened in Bangkok. And they're saying a pipe bomb went off in a hospital. Why a fucking hospital? I don't know, bro. 24 are evil. 24 are reported injured so far, so... Any deaths? Not that I could find. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Kind of, uh, kind of sad. Uh, hoping everybody's okay around the world. Yeah, um... Giving you the thumbs up through the microphone. Sorry for your loss, uh, everyone that went to see Ariara Grand. Um, and sorry for your injured over there in Bangkok, but... I don't know, I guess the question is, um, I'm guessing that this is gonna, at least one of these two bombings is gonna come back on ISIS. Uh, yeah, I think the Manchester one, I, I'm pretty sure from what I read, they, they're already taking claim for it. I haven't heard anything from Bangkok, or found anything from Bangkok yet. Hmm. So, you know, we're... What do you, yeah, what do we, here's a question for your... Brian, we did not plan this question, um, but what do we do about ISIS? Um, what do you mean? Like, like, how do we combat this? Well, I don't really know because, as you can see from the past, after ISIS it would just be something else and then something else. Like, yeah. it was like, what was it, Al-Qaeda and... It was Al-Qaeda and then um, something else... And now there's a, what is it, Assad or something? Oh, Assad is, is Assad's uh, the, what is that? the evil dictator yeah, of yeah, Syria. Yeah, so that guy's like, but they're, 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 
He's just killing, like, his own people. Yeah. ISIS is just killing, like, random people. Yeah, and then something's gonna come from ISIS, someone's gonna come from everything, so it's like, you know, Donnie T was talking about how on day one he's gonna bomb the hell out of him. Well, Donnie T is a fucking lunatic and has not done anything he said he was going to do and has done really crazy shit he didn't say he was gonna do. But that's besides the point. Yeah, I'm so just I, wondering what what we could do to um, stop this, and I'm, it's I don't it's know, obviously man. not an easy answer, because um, otherwise it would be stopped. Or, well, maybe um, unless this ISIS is somehow good for corporations, but it's probably good for the NRA. Arms dealers, yeah. Yeah, they get they get that money whenever mass shootings happen, because that's when people buy guns. And that's why they want people to uh, be able to buy guns if they're mentally unstable. I mean, and I am pro-gun. I am just not... I'm not pro-gun for fucking crazy people. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we can stop ISIS by... Um, I don't know, stop bombing over there. Um, stop trying to force capitalism on them. Um discover intelligent alien life so that all religion becomes useless in the world. Yeah, just stop trying to, like, just realize that people are different. (sighs) And that goes for not just us, but ISIS, like, not everybody's gonna follow your religion. Right. That's that's ISIS's big thing, is like, oh, fucking, they don't... It's so dumb. It's so stupid. It's like, dude, everybody is different. That's That's the thing. ISIS... Their belief system is stupid, but people are joining still. And it's not because the people are stupid, it's because they're angry. Yeah, because... because their whole lives, they've just been, like, fucking bombed. And... Yeah, it's like that, uh... Well, that, that, um, Jim Jeffries, the comedian from Australia, has this great, like, this real bit, like... He has a show, I think, coming to Comedy Central, and I'm excited to check it out. Because he's, like, so real when he just, like, pretty much fucks America up on all the shit. Because he, he's brave enough to say it, like, it was... This thing about, he was talking about ISIS and how, like, kids in America are, like, joining them because, Uh like, you're pretty much radicalizing all these kids by saying, like, you look like a terrorist, so you must be a terrorist. Like, saying that to a fucking 16-year-old kid, like, that's gonna fuck him up or fuck her up, like, it's pretty much, like, partly the American people because they're, you know afraid because right. they think another 9-11 is going to happen so they're just like pointing out people who it is fear it's just it's all, it's all a large fear. scare fear <laughs> yeah so 9-11 like oh god imagine imagine if 9-11 didn't happen I, I don't know if that's even a question that's been asked what would the world be like today if it's, 9-11 never happened can you like do you remember a time before Homeland Security like, that was, like... I don't remember, like... You're talking, like, uh... Like, Homeland Security started after 9-11. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I don't remember... I mean, I, like, like... Well, I don't remember, sure, fly, like, I don't remember, like, NSA. I don't remember that. Yeah, like, I don't air, remember that before 9-11. Like, airports were so, like, lax before. Like, they were, you know, you couldn't, like, bring guns or anything, but it was still, like, you know... You could, now, like, you could probably still have sex on a plane back Probably. <laughs> but, like, yeah, dude... Or imagine if, like, you know, if it wasn't people from the Middle East who did it. Yeah. Imagine if it was, like, 
So some Four, white, just yeah. some white guy, some white Americans. You didn't. I don't. Probably nothing. Honestly, nothing would be that much different. I'm sure they'd be a little bit more stricter, but people aren't just gonna hate white people for that because no. there's too many of us in America. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Imagine if 9/11 never happened. Imagine if it just didn't happen. That would be so fucking nuts. There would be no war over. Oh um, my! I feel like it, the world would be just such a better place. Dude. I gotta find that alternate universe where it didn't happen. Oh my god, I wonder if there's... Let's see if there's anything online. Dude. Like, like saying what would happen. I never even thought about this. That's so nuts. What if... Okay, You well, think we would have flying cars by now? You think Bush would, like, get impeached? Um, would it like you? Would, uh, like, I, don't, no, I don't think he would do anything that. I don't no. think he did anything that stupid. Wait, I think like a world without nine eleven, no President Obama, more China trouble, same, same debt, debt crisis. crisis. Imagine. All right, so this is from an article on the Washington Post. It was uh, written September 9, thousand eleven. Imagine that the twin towers still dominating the Manhattan skyline. Imagine that the Pentagon's western fa- facade. Had remained intact. Imagine that there was no reason to build them a memorial in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and imagine that the numbers nine and eleven meant nothing more than an emergency telephone call. The world changed on September eleventh, two thousand one. That is that much is clear. But how much and how radically? I'm just not going to read this whole thing. Um, Brian, why don't you? Why don't you give me some theories on what this is going to say while I skim through it and tell you if you're right or wrong. Well, just from the, uh, the, the, uh, t- t- the title, the No Obama, More China Trouble. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, Republican probably gets, you know, still in office. Uh, what? So, oh, I don't so, know that, what. so that, so that theory would mean that, um... A Republican would stay in office because uh, Bush wouldn't have looked so bad if we didn't go to war. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Wait. Yeah, because, like, because we, weren't we, because his dad was at war, or were we at war with Clinton when Clinton was in office? Um, I don't think so. We wasn't. Wasn't a George W. or H.W. like yeah, over in like, Iraq for a little bit or something? Yeah, that's when we had the the, um, the Gulf War. I think some. This is before I was born, so. You know, Desert Storm. Yeah, yeah, but um. But yeah, George W. Bush didn't go to war till, nine after nine eleven, right? Like he wasn't in a war before that. Yeah, correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So. Unless he just would have found a new reason to go to war. I guess he would have avoided that thing altogether. So I guess that would have been a successful four years and he would have got another... He already... You know, he did get two terms, so... Yeah. I don't know how, man. Uh, dude, this is like a mind-numbing question. <laughs> I don't know. I never thought about it. Like, if that didn't happen, like, we wouldn't... We would We would have... I'll tell you... I'll tell you an, uh, an entertaining thing that would be going on. What's that? We'd have a lot more movies with planes crashing into buildings or planes crashing so many movies got canceled or changed their script because of uh 
Yeah, the only two I can think of are Sully and that movie with Denzel Washington, where he's flight, I think, where he's like trying to. There's only two plane movies you can think of where they crash. Right now, yeah. Yeah. And that was, you know, 9-11 happened 16 years ago. Mm. Well, I know that they were trying to, I know, I know that they were trying to make this, uh, so you know, you know, Fight Club, the movie Fight Club? Yeah. Well, the guy that wrote it, Chuck Palahniuk, I think his name. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. They were like in pre-production of this, of his other book called Survivor. And spoiler alert for the book, but, um, the end of the book, uh, the guy crashes a plane. That's how a book ends. The guy crashes a plane. Okay. But they had to cancel everything after 9-11. Dang. And it would have been such a even, fucking good book. Even the book? Like, they canceled the book? No, no, the, no a good movie, sorry. The oh, book was already made. I, I, was I, like, read, I read the book. Okay. I was about to say, like, fuck. But it would have been, really, been a really cool movie. Um, I feel like they could still make it. Now they could, yeah. but not back in the early 2000s. Right, yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, that's crazy. I never, never, never even thought about that. It's not what we plan on talking about today, but why don't we just dive into it? Because uh, we don't really want to talk about anything else. So what else would have changed? So what would the Middle East look like today? <sighs> um. Well, uh, Saddam Hussein might still be alive. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um. So he might he like something done, else could have happened. Yeah, he could have done something. He could. Well, he probably wouldn't have like done anything to us. But he could have done some crazy stuff to his own people. Or or a European country or, you know, uh, yeah, Middle Eastern country, Asian, you know. He could have done something to, you know, fucking, um, you know, like shit in Paris or London could have got blown up or attacked or like Berlin, you know. Yeah, it's fucking nutty to... We wouldn't have Donald Trump as president. Fuck. Because, uh... His one of the big things of his policy was like terrorists. Yeah. Terrorism would not. We wouldn't even know that word. Yeah, like terror and terrorists. Like, goddamn. Those words literally stem or become daily knowledge because of nine eleven. You know. And it's so fucked up. Like any, if you were to ask somebody like, describe a terrorist. It would all. They would just be to, probably describing. Like a Muslim. Yeah, right. Well, I, mean, person, I mean, honestly, right when you up. say that to me, that's like what I think of. Yeah. And like... And it's fucked up that I've been trained that way. Yeah. Like nobody thinks about like that, the uh, the Oklahoma City bombing of the hospital. Yeah. That's a fucking clear terrorist attack by a white guy, but they don't call it a terrorist attack. They just call it a bomb. Yeah. Or like any of these school shootings or... It's just a shooting. That's a fucking terror... <laughs> like you're shooting up a school. <laughs> That's a fucking terrorist attack. Right. If so, if a white guy shoots up a school, he's mentally ill. Uh, he's either mentally Muslim, yeah. Or Muslim Arabic guy shoots up a school. It's a terrorist attack. Black person, it's you know, gang gang yeah, attack or gang. something. Like, dude. Well, I guess um, the world is so weird how they just program us to think in these negative ways towards other people who don't look. Like I know us. it's like and it's it's just a, like a subconscious thing like. I have to catch myself every time because I mean yeah. I'm, not, I'm not like immune to no yeah stereotypes. it's like it's, like, it's but, I, mean, I try like, to I try to like catch myself like you're being racist or sexist yeah, or whatnot yeah but it's obviously you're not that kind of person it's just like it's almost like you're programming unfortunately but right it's not like you're acting on that because people do they they'll fucking just right you know fucking 
say that to somebody's face, like, get out my country, you know, like something like that. Right, but yeah. It's like, You're not bad because you think things, you're bad because you act on the yes. negative things you think. Yes, correct. But, yeah, and 9-11 is a big reason why people have this, it's, it might be the, like, the only, not the only, but the, definitely the biggest reason people have such a hatred of Islam. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, yeah. And people that look Arabic. I don't see any other reason. Yeah, I mean, you can, well, there are other reasons, but. But, like, that's the fucking. Right. Catalyst. Man. Oh. Like, the most fucked up thing is when you read, like, a. What people had to go through after nine eleven, like they were like, like families were like like, like Muslims. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like they were like kids would have to be pulled out of school, or parents would have to quit their jobs and like move because they were afraid. Like, where's the logic that like a random family, like all like all these Muslim right, families right. are a part of it? Like everybody is a part of it now. Like, it was like fucking a few people who pulled that shit together. Yeah. 9-11, that is. And it's like, I don't know, man. Dude, I It's even... just fear, like we talked about, you know? All right, so um, now, because because of all because of all this and how I know about everything, like how I'm like, I don't want people to like be afraid of Muslims or be afraid of Arab people. So now I find myself, like, all right, so every time I go on a plane and there's a, um, clearly a Muslim or an Arabic person on there, I'm always trying to like, I'm always, like, being wary, looking out for them. Not because I think they're going to do something, but because I think someone else is going to be mean mm. to them. And, like, I'm always trying to smile at them. Like, the last plane I was on, there was this Muslim lady and her son. Her son was crying. He was a baby. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm really afraid that someone's going to, like, get mad at them yeah. and be mean. But everyone was very nice. There was some older white lady at camp was, like, playing with the baby. And it was, like... It was very sweet, Damn. but um, yeah, I, mean, I, was, I don't know, that's something that I'm sure, I'm sure everyone on the plane is thinking some, at some terms about them people, though. Yeah. I shouldn't say it like that, but they're th- if, if Muslims are on your plane, whether you intention or not, because of 9-11, you're thinking, either you're, hopefully you're thinking in a positive way or like a protective way, like you don't want people to be mean, but you probably have noted them and are watching them. Yeah, it's... And that's a fucked up thing that we've been trained to do. Fucked. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. I'm I'm sure I'm like, I mean, like, just a random white person. I'm not thinking about them at all. You know? No, and that's the thing. Like, it's but I'm the taking, people you don't think about. Too. Either whether it's, whether it's for a good reason or a negative reason, you're still... All this attention is built on these people just because of the way they look or the clothes they wear. Yeah. It's fucked up. Wow. 9-11. Goddamn. A lot of people think it was set up. I don't... Damn, we should have thrown that in the conspiracy theory last year. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one, uh, because I kind of believe it. Kind of think it was... What's that guy's quote? Who said a jet fuel can't melt steel beam? Yeah, I don't think that's the reason yeah, why it would be... No. Well, I, I don't know. I think it could have been known, but not stopped. 
which is just not the same as it being set up. But I feel like that. I think that's what happened with Pearl Harbor. Oh yeah, dude. I think Pearl Harbor was like, cause didn't they cut off? Like I think it was something like Japan told them like, hey, like, don't like cut off the oil for us or whatever. So it was something like that, and they like deliberately cut off the oil, and Japan's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna go to war with you guys. And they're like, okay. They just need and to... it was something like they knew that Pearl Harbor was gonna be attacked, but they're like, no way, they don't have enough fuel to get to us or something like that. And it was the same with like a uh, World War One, where Germany was like, don't enter these waters. Like anybody who enters these waters just goes for the entire world. Um, You're gonna get they sunk the yeah. Lusitania or whatever. It's yeah, called. and they're like, what the fuck? We're gonna go to war with you guys. And they're like, we told you not to. <laughs> Man, I can't believe we haven't had a world war. We've been alive yeah, for seven, over 20 years. Me and you personally, we've been alive for over 20 years. Yeah, it's been 70-something years since World War II. I mean, I don't know, maybe, I feel like the only reason we haven't is just because of technology and where that's at right now. And, because uh, if there's a world war, there's people communicating on all these kind of social networks. Yeah, I was watching this thing on Vice where it's like the next world war is going to be like a cyber war. It's yeah. Like, it's fucking crazy. Mm. Like, um, fucking Mr. Robot. Like, yeah, shit dude. like that's going to happen. It's, it's fucked. Like, there's... Which will be fucking great because I don't have any fucking money. So... <laughs> Seriously, dude. That, like... Instead of everyone like, there's taking zero. down countries by the click of a button. That shit's terrifying. Yeah, I... I don't even... Who fucking cares? <laughs> We're in, like, such little control of it. There's yeah, <laughs> not really much to be afraid of or worry about. Yeah, just... like let's just, just know who you're fucking voting for. Let's just go to outer space, dog. Yeah, yeah. I'm down, um... Let's... Let's... Let's, uh... You... Uh, you don't listen to This American Life, do you? It's a podcast. No. no uh, today they were talking about, um... This, uh, this theory or this equation or something, I forget what it's called, but I think we've talked about this before, but, um, about how, let's say there's no other life in the universe. Okay. Because it's so random and rare that it's here. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we might have talked about something like this. Yeah, yeah. But But that makes everything we do so much more important. Like, each individual life, it makes so much more important than it would if there's life everywhere else in the universe, or even some intelligent life. Because if it's just here on Earth, then every life here is something super, super special in the magnitude of the universe, because there's so much out there. Yeah, I guess, but we don't even, we don't really know yet. And that's what's crazy, like, we don't, we can't see past our solar system. We can't, you know. We can't, we can't see past the light that's reached us and light travels at yeah. however many million miles per second. Like, we, we're just finding planets, like, in our solar system. Like, oh, this could inhabit life. But then it's like, dude, there's billions of galaxies in the universe. Imagine what's in one of those galaxies. Right. It's so fascinating. So... But just it's frustrating because, uh, like, we're never going to know, like, what's going on. 
ponder this. Say life never happened anywhere else. That'd be weird. Pretty much proves that there's a God, right? I suppose. If maybe. Any, I think at that at that point. If it's just here. The probability that it just happened once on accident. Then the fact that it was probably planned out just because of how almost possibly infinite the universe is from what we can even see. Yeah. Like how many planets there are. And it only happens on one. Yeah. Yeah, I think, because I read this article, like, on Vice, where it said, uh, like, uh, if aliens ever came to Earth, it would ruin a lot of religions, because, mm -hmm. you know, something like that, but, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to ruin anything if you don't want it to. I, I think it'd be cool if, if we met some alien life, but, as as oh, I don't see, us. like, alien, yeah, I don't see any aliens coming here, like, Independence Day or something, like, I don't. I don't see that happening. At I all. think um, one of the, maybe one of the reasons aliens haven't been here yet, because there's definitely older planets than ours. Mm -hmm. um, would be either because it's impossible to uh, cross the uh, universe without um, you know like dying. Um, civilization just doesn't make it that long. Or maybe they haven't started yet. But I think more likely. Intelligent civilization eventually turns to mach machinery. Dude. And then, the, then there's just no point. Like, they just live in, like, this computer system. Dude, there's this fucking website. I can't remember what it's called, though. Um, but it, like, it maps out. It's like a timeline of every single historical event ever recorded. And on Earth? Yeah. And then it maps out the future historical events and it gets so crazy too it's like oh, oh this it's like a program that yeah but it will like update like like if you look up like 2017 june 9 29th it'll like have it but then when uh -huh. it actually happens it will like update it to make it real and then it has like the fucking end of time and it's like everything just goes dark but there's like something like the year fucking I don't know let's just say 10,000 or something everything like there's just planets but are, they're just giant computers and they can, can yeah. communicate with each other and like human civilization's done and I'm like bro this is so gnarly it's just a bunch of remnant computers that try to communicate yeah but like how do the computers build themselves well I mean what if <laughs> I don't know I always think that computers could have souls if they can make a decision based on themselves and not on anything else. I think I, I really, I really truly feel like that's the definition of what a soul is. Dude. Just to make a decision out of the blue. Like just because of what you are. So but how do you program that? I don't know, man. And what happens to the humans? We, we become useless and we probably go extinct. But why? Couldn't if... If we're the ones making the decisions for the rope, for the machines, can we just shut the machines down? Alright, well, so what if we program the machines to program the machines? Then you're pretty much just saying, fuck it, we're done here. Right, yeah. But or what about the shit where it's like, people want to like, put their brains in machines? Yeah, yeah. Or not even their brains, upload their minds to computers? Have yeah. you heard about that? Shit's crazy. Yeah, and you could do that. 
That shit is insane. Right. So my only question was that. I don't think my brain is just who I am. I think like I'm this kind of energy that resides inside of it. And that's what consciousness is. So I don't know if necessarily I uploaded my entire brain to a computer. If my consciousness would go into it. Or if let's say I did that and that computer was able to make decisions purely based on um, my own code and like not based on any influencing that's put into it just randomly. Yeah. Maybe some other kind of energy and it would inherit a different kind of conscious with my exact same brain, which would still make different decisions than I would. It's a big risk, I think, dude, because like think about that. Like what if you upload yourself, like just upload your mind and you're expecting to like be you, but you're like not, like you're still programmed. It's like okay you gotta shut me down but you're still like imagine just being like yeah just just break this computer and i'll be fine then you they they, they, i don't know where i'm going with this but they break the computer and it's like you're fucking stuck in the wet you're stuck in like the fucking space of technology and you're just floating through (laughs) fucking codes like oh shit i gotta get out of here like your consciousness is like your mind you know like you're not just one computer like you're everything now like, you are all oh, technology, okay. so it's, like, if, say, like, just your Mac, like, would shut down and it can never turn back on, like, you just go and float in, like, because it's, like, technology's, like, becomes, like, the air where you just, like, okay. float on to, like, the next desktop and you're just sitting there, like, okay, I have a home base now, but I can leave this and go to another one, like, yeah. I'm, I'm every cell phone now, and I'm every, you know, like, in, you seen the movie Her? Yeah, dude, that's a fucking great movie. Are they all the the robots at the end? They all go together. Yeah, dude, like that. Like he, like uh, what's her name? Scar Johansson. Like leaves for a minute, and he's like, "Where, where the fuck do you go?" It's like, "Oh, I was just out and about." It's like, "Where? How? You're a robot. How do you? Just, you're just a voice in a in a box. Like, right. how do you leave? What do you mean? What if that is how you make a god, dude? Hmm. I mean, if God is real, then God is measurable. Um, even if, even if people were to tell you that it's not, there's there's no way it's not. Everything's gonna be physically possible in a way maybe we don't understand. Even if different kind of physics we don't understand, but everything is going to be. And math, math is like really the sacred language. Yeah. It's the only universal language. Yeah, because it makes sense no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, it's really bizarre to think about. Yeah. Huh? It's 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 kind of crazy. We went off a, a little deep end, but um. Yeah. Well, anything else we want to talk about? We're pretty much uh. Reaching the end of this. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't bring this up last week. Because we were talking about conspiracy theories. But um, there's a conspiracy theory that only Tom DeLonge knows the truth about Donald Trump. And <laughs> I forgot Trump's. that you sent me this. <laughs> yeah. Tom DeLonge is uh, the guy from Blink-182, right? Yeah. He's Tom from Blink-182. And Angels and Airwaves and a boxcar racer. So he's um, the guy that didn't come back to Blink-182. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> oh, there was that one article I sent you, actually, that we should talk about, because that's actually important. All right, well, we better make it quick, then. Uh, so, global warming's real. There's a bunch of shelters that 
or for the apocalypse when like the world's gonna end that keep a bunch of seeds and food they call seed banks yeah that will never go bad and because they're, they're so cold and they're in like the uh, northern or southern hemispheres like yeah very, very close to the poles I yeah and, and one got flooded because the earth is heat, heating up so that's like not good for you know future people who want to you know live <laughs> <laughs> yeah people who want to grow uh the plants and vegetables, or the fruits and vegetables from our generation, we are that we are talking in now. Sorry, well, yeah, but we can't stop fucking polluting the world. Well, for the machines who won't be affected by air or you know food, yeah, <laughs> we know how you it's made another, it. We know how you made it out. It's another step closer towards machinery, and I'm pretty sure that that is the conclusion of this podcast. Is that? Um, uh-huh. Is that uh, <laughs> machine? All right, we the machines will win. We gotta go. We gotta end this. We'll try better next time. Yeah, for Tony Kornheiser. Um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Michael Wilbon. <laughs> Good night, Canada. <laughs> Same time next week, no bloods. <laughs>